Can I just say how awesome you are? I mean, seriously, you're busy. And yet here you are. You're taking control of your own professional development instead of waiting on your boss or even worse, your company to grow you. And that's what leaders do. They're never done learning and growing. No matter your role five years from now or even at your retirement, there's always going to be new skills to learn, new challenges to tackle, and better refined strategies to execute. Now, to find out more how you can transform your life and leadership, honestly, it's as easy as one, two, three. One, go to leadershipontherocks.com. Two, choose your growth plan from on-demand courses to personalized coaching or corporate training. And three, start thriving in and creating harmony between your professional and personal lives. truth. Whether you know it or not, you have a leadership brand. It's your leadership style. And when it comes to your leadership brand, your employees are more than happy to share whether your leadership brand is one they value, trust, and would follow, or if your leadership brand is one that they would tell everyone to stay away from. This is the Leadership on the Rocks podcast, where we equip and empower leaders like you to thrive in and create harmony between your professional and personal lives. I'm your host, Bethany Reese. And in today's episode, we're gonna learn about how companies and hiring supervisors can be more intentional and proactive in getting the right candidates for their open positions. It doesn't matter whether you're in a position of a hiring supervisor or an individual contributor. Chances are you have felt the sting of the current job market. Whether it's from the massive layoffs experienced or the massive resignations due to employee dissatisfaction in the workplace, chances are anyone left standing in their current place of employment is feeling the crunch of having the same expectations for results or profits, but way fewer hands to assist in the work. So what happens is all those job duties that only keep growing, am I right? All those job duties are now being assigned to the employees that are left, leaving the employees with an overload of work and honestly, an overwhelm of stress. Yes, the majority of work environments are really feeling like they're up a creek without a paddle to navigate out. So I want to dedicate the next two episodes to the hiring season. This episode, episode 34, will be devoted to giving advice to the hiring supervisors out there so they can recruit, hire, and retain better candidates and employees. And then episode 35 will be devoted to giving employees advice on how to get a better job. Now, you may be asking, why am I starting the series focused on the hiring supervisors or the employers? Well, the answer is simple. What we have here is a candidate-driven market. (laughs) Now, for those of you looking for a job, you may not feel that way. And I definitely don't want to come across as insensitive to your struggle in finding a job. But the truth is that there are plenty of jobs available. Employees are just becoming more selective in what they want in a job, and therefore they're way more selective in what they're applying for, even with what company they say yes to after they're offered a job. Now, employers, you need to know that there is a lot of great competition in the job market for finding, recruiting, hiring, and keeping 
the best employees. And you might be asking, okay, Bethany, but how do you know anything about hiring in the first place? Well, I'm definitely not an HR person by nature. But then again, I really believe that all leaders should be HR people by nature. It's kind of what you do. And so I just happen to have a lot of experience in hiring people. You know, I was a school administrator and I helped open and then hire staff for a brand new high school. But I've also served on a lot of committees as a church layperson and just as a community member. So I've sat on multiple committees to hire a lot of staff in a lot of different areas. And yes, I've even attended those recruiting events and they are so much fun. I love those. But I've also felt the pain of swimming in a shallow talent pool, if you know what I mean, <laughs> looking for candidates. And I've also felt the pain of firing employees that I've hired that didn't work out. But I've also felt the joy of hiring such amazing people that truly make everyone in the room better. It's, oh, uh, they just grow you as a person. And I've also hired amazing people that honestly, I know I'm going to work for one day because they're so just wonderfully talented and gifted in the areas of leadership. So as always, I don't come with the end all be all of knowledge. I never do. Remember, I'm a curator. I just want you to think about things and say, hey, here's what I know and here's what I've learned. But it's always what's happening in your head and what you take from this podcast that makes the difference. So what I want to get to is really the nitty gritty of what you need to be thinking about and doing right now to hire those amazing employees out there. And the nitty gritty, I think, consists of four things. Number one, check yourself before you wreck yourself. All right, I'm a huge Parks and Recs fan, and I love the way that they talk treat yourself, but I'm going to change it a little here. So step one, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Number two, fix your pipeline. You got some clogs in there. Step three, get good at marketing. And step four, be intentional with hospitality, onboarding, and culture. The first piece of advice I have for hiring supervisors is to check yourself before you wreck yourself because your reputation matters. And hiring supervisors, you've got to stop living in the land of victimization and excuses. If you work for an organization with an HR department, it's usually your first go-to move to blame them for a lack of quality candidates. Now, if you work in a small business and don't have an HR department, then it's your first go-to to blame society these days or these kids these days for a lack of raising quality hard workers. So hiring supervisors, <laughs> listen to me. You're not a victim here. Chances are you could be a big part of the problem. So check yourself. The culture you create on your team matters. And it's one of the top considerations employees have when deciding whether or not to apply for your open position on your team. So my first litmus test of hiring supervisors in larger organizations is, what does your OHI score look like? OHIs are your organizational health instrument. They're like weight scales, you know, the ones that we have in our bathrooms at home. And y'all, those numbers don't lie. If you have OHI scores and they suck or they're trending downward, you've got a serious health problem within your team. And then I know, I know, enter all the other excuses that people give for their low OHI scores. But the industry market is really tough right now. But we're in unprecedented times in our industry. Yeah, okay, I see you and your big butt, but get over it. <laughs> great organizations and great teams 
are going through these same constraints as you and everybody else, but their employees are staying. And you want to know why? It's a simple truth. Those people that are staying like who they work for. When people feel respected, valued, supported, and communicated honestly with, they're going to stay. They're going to stay with their leader or their organization, and usually even amongst the harshest of industry conditions. So leaders, if you have a lot of attrition on your team, you better check yourself by completing the deepest of reflections as to how you are the problem, because you probably are. But you've also become blinded to your own issues, mannerisms, or a lack of leadership ability. And chances are you've honestly become like the emperor from that fairy tale, The Emperor's New Clothes, where he thinks he looks good, but no one's willing to tell him the truth and that he's really just prating around like it's all good and he's butt naked and making a fool of himself. Don't be that person. You're better than that. So check yourself. Look at your OHI scores. And if you don't have OHI scores, anonymously survey your staff and don't make excuses or justifications for your team's answers. Their answers are their reality. And they're going to leave your team in a heartbeat if their reality is a negative one. So don't make excuses or justifications. Oh, yeah, we, we have that. Whenever the employee doesn't know that you have whatever it is that they're looking for. You have to communicate that. So listen to their answers. That's their reality. Now, for those employees that have left, make sure that you're conducting exit interviews to gain feedback on how you can improve as a leader. So hiring managers, supervisors, and business owners, check yourself before you wreck yourself by getting a clear picture of reality as to the working culture, environment, and leadership you provide for your employees. Because your leadership reputation matters a lot, especially when it comes to being able to recruit, hire, and retain the best employees. The second piece of advice I have for hiring supervisors is to fix your pipeline because growing your current employees matters a lot. Now, not to get too gross here with biology, but have you ever felt bloated and sluggish because your gut health was all out of whack? You know, when your pipes on the inside of your stomach get all clogged up, your whole body system suffers. You know, biology in our guts and leadership pipelines within our organizations are kind of the same. When we're clogged, the whole system suffers. So too many organizations are having to hire external candidates for leadership positions because they don't have quality internal candidates. And that's a shame. Now, don't get me wrong. Always hire the best candidate, whether they're internal or external. I've had plenty of conversations with internal candidates that didn't get the promotion because they didn't have the level of leadership skills that we required or needed. But you should never have let that internal employee get clogged in an unhealthy system where the pipes are so clogged that they can't learn the leadership skills to move forward. And did you know that a major reason employees leave is because they feel like there's no opportunity for advancement? Seriously, that's huge. If most employees see their positions as dead-end jobs, they're going to look elsewhere. Now, I'm not saying every internal employee should get a promotion. Definitely not. But if you're not finding several quality candidates in-house, you've got a major problem. 
and it's your fault as a leader. Most employees like challenges that grow their knowledge and skill sets. And the opposite is also true. Most employees don't like mundane work that doesn't require them to use their brain. (laughs) But leaders rarely help grow their employees' skills in various areas outside the employee's current job role and inside the wider lens of leadership skills. So hiring supervisors, do you have a pipeline of amazing leaders coming up through the organization? If your answer is no, then you have a lot of reflection to do as to why. Are you not providing them an environment for growth and leadership? Are you losing your top talent and therefore they're not staying because there's no growth for them? Again, hiring supervisors, be sure to fix your pipeline because growing your current employees matters. Being intentional in growing the leadership capacity of others on your team will not only mitigate a ton of problems, conflicts, and constraints because the individuals on your team now have the skill sets to prevent or respond to them at their level of work, but, this is a good but, when teams or organizations provide clear paths for professional development and growth, employees stay. And as an added bonus, employees will even start recruiting other emerging leaders to join them. Now, hiring supervisors, here's what I don't want you to do. I don't want you to put all of that growth development stuff on HR. It's your job. What kind of conversations are you having in meetings with your team? What kind of opportunities are you talking to your individual contributors about to help them grow their skills? Ah, this is a big one. Leaders, what kind of feedback are you giving your individual contributors that will grow their skills in the moment of the situation? That's all on you. That's not HR. Stop leaning and blaming the HR department for a lack of quality candidates. Instead, work with them to develop a leadership development plan where you can go get training on how to grow your leaders on your team. The third piece of advice I have for hiring supervisors is to get good at marketing because promoting your brand matters. Did you know that marketing and advertising is really just all about exposure to a clear message? Seriously, that's it. Exposure to clarity, that's the simple truth. When people know you exist and they can easily understand your product or service, they're more likely to buy in. Now, let's translate this whole concept into hiring. First, people have to know that your team has an opening, right? Common sense. They have to know that your job opening exists. That's exposure. And no, you can't 100% again rely on HR to do the recruiting for you. The younger the employee, (laughs) the more they are looking to social media and online job boards for positions. Now, according to the Aberdeen Group, 73% of millennials found their last position through a social media site. So you need to get your employees to help you spread the word of your job opening on your social media accounts. LinkedIn, for example, is an excellent platform to get the word out about your open position. After candidates know that your job exists, they're going to do a lot of research about the organization, the team, and you. Now, according to Glassdoor, candidates are going to be researching whether or not your organization has a clear vision and mission and a positive work culture. So your organization or team better have an up-to-date website with information written for and to your future employees. 
But now let's talk about you again. Before applying for your open position, y'all, candidates are going to be calling anyone and everyone to get the scoop on what it's like to work for you. Plus, candidates aren't scared to check your social media postings to get a sense of who you are and how you lead. Now, here's the truth. Whether you know it or not, you have a leadership brand, and it's your leadership style. And when it comes to your leadership brand, your employees are more than happy to share whether your leadership brand is one they value, trust, and would follow, or if your leadership brand is one that they tell everyone to stay away from. And here is a telltale sign of a bad leadership brand. One, you've lost quality employees and you can't find new quality employees. If you're in this spot, then you just might have the scarlet letter of condemnation on your back and maybe even on your front. (laughs) Going back to advice number one, check yourself before you wreck yourself because your leadership brand may not just cause you to lose quality employees, but it's gonna also keep you from gaining any new ones. And chances are, if you say, I just can't find quality candidates, then let me be honest with you. The problem, and I'm so sorry to to deliver this hard truth, the problem is probably you and you don't even know it because you're choosing to be the victim instead of taking ownership of the situation. So hiring supervisors, get good at marketing because promoting your brand matters. You've got to be intentional in one, marketing your open positions, and two, make sure that you have a quality leadership brand on you and on your team and on your organization so people will want to buy in and join your team. The fourth piece of advice I have for hiring supervisors is to be intentional with hospitality, onboarding, and culture because the employee experience matters. Y'all, in today's working environment, employees are not just in it to draw a paycheck. They care way more about their experience with the hiring supervisor and the company from day one of the hiring process. Now, in doing some research for this episode, I came across some statistics, and they're linked in the show notes, about the importance of the candidate and the employee experience. So hiring supervisors, listen up while I hit you with some stats. 63% of job seekers will likely reject a job offer if they had a bad candidate experience. And 50% of candidates rejected a job offer after seeing negative reviews of the company on websites such as Glassdoor. But 87% of applicants change their minds after a positive interview. So that's good. Now, 58% of new hires will stay if there is a structured onboarding program. But (laughs) only 12% of employees strongly agree that their organization does actually have a good onboarding plan for new hires. But wait, there's more. I feel like I'm just hitting you with a bunch of stuff. 64% of millennials would choose a job they enjoy over a job that pays a higher wage. But 40% of employees are still feeling socially excluded or ignored at work, so they're not really enjoying their jobs because of that isolation. And 18% of employees say that they intend to stay with their current company for a year or less. 
and y'all the final nail in the work experience coffin, 25% of employees left a job due to workplace culture. That's one in four, y'all. We've got to fix our work cultures. Now, I know I just hit you with a lot of stats. And again, there's a link to all of these in the show notes. But here's what we need to know. The world of work is too big with too many opportunities, especially with remote work opening so many more doors for everyone. So if you think that you can keep good employees despite them having and working in a chaotic and even downright bad work experience, you're dead wrong. You're going to lose quality employees in a heartbeat if their working environment stinks. That's just a simple truth. There's too many options for them out there. So hiring supervisors, be intentional with hospitality, making things inviting, onboarding, how you get them up to speed in your company, and culture, the day-to-day experience that they have. Because the employee experience matters. And it starts really with day zero of them researching your company. It's on day one of the first email or phone call they get requesting an interview. It's day two of the interview experience. It's day 10 of their first week on the job. And it's day 121 when you give them specific, vague, or no feedback. And on day 557, while they're sitting in your team meeting, wondering, is this what I'm doing with my life? In hiring and in the work experience in general, too many hiring supervisors make the fatal mistake of thinking that they, if they just post a job, that quality employees are just going to come flocking to them <laughs> to work. And that just isn't true. You know, that thought actually defies physics, like actual physics. Newton's first law of motion is that an object will not change its motion unless a force acts upon it. So within every piece of advice I just gave you, right, number one, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Number two, fix your pipeline. Number three, get good at marketing. And number four, be intentional with hospitality, onboarding, and culture. All of that advice can be the greater force acting upon your employees. It can be a negative force pushing quality candidates away from your team, or the opposite can be true. It can be a greater positive force that is just drawing people in to join your team. So hiring supervisors, I ask that you follow these four pieces of advice. And to recap, advice number one is to check yourself before you wreck yourself, because your leadership skills matter. Number two, fix your pipeline because growing your current employees matters. Number three, get good at marketing, because promoting your leadership brand matters. And number four, be intentional with hospitality, onboarding, and culture, because the employee experience matters. Until next time, continue putting in the work of building your life and leadership on the rocks, the essential rocks. God bless. Remember, the most essential rock you can build your life and leadership on is the rock of Jesus Christ. Today's Bible verse comes from Galatians chapter 6, verse 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up.